What is up, everybody? ZMT Sports back. Back. We're capital B. H-E-K. Week five, Mikey D, our first ever. Do you know this is the first time ever in our podcast history? All three of our teams won. The Jets got a dub. The Giants got a dub. And the Cowboys got a dub. Holy I'm pumped shit. for this week to talk about those games, get the preview for our team's week five matchup, go over our fantasy, go over our bets. Are you ready, Milk Money, Cash Money? I am ready to roll, Tom. That That's fucking insane. We support we support shitty ass teams. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm ready to roll, Tom. Let's let's get into it, man. All right, let's do it. We'll be back with our local landscape. Yes, sir. ZMT local fantasy slash favorite teams for the first time ever as Tom stated positivity is roaming through the building as Tom me all of the shitty giant fans that we support they all oh, we all got wins Tom how, how good do you you know you know how you always start off the podcast and you're like Mike it would be a shame if uh you know if I started the podcast when your team gets the win because I've had I've had some wins over the last few weeks Tom let me let me fucking envy the glory that is coming out of your bowels right now and how happy you are that the Jets finally got a win. Tell me all about it, Tom. They didn't make it easy, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> it's never easy. It's never I easy. Think, I think the most – I'm going to just touch on one thing before I go into the game and how I feel as a fan. I think it was so funny that the whole nation had to watch that overtime. <laughs> they didn't switch to the um, – what game was on on CBS after? It was like a primetime matchup. Was it, it was uh, – uh, what was it? Packers-Steelers? Yeah, it might have been. It was pa- I think it was Packers Steelers, and they just did not switch to it. They're like, oh, all of America has to watch Jets Titans overtime, which was a very entertaining overtime. But listen, I have not heard the stadium erupt like that on a couple of those big plays since Dallas in 2019. So two years ago, when Sam Darnold and of course, of course, the, and the team had that really big matchup on primetime 425 America game of the week against the Cowboys. I've not heard a stadium that loud and. It started off slow. Don't get me wrong. I got my takeaways and I'll, and I'll, I'll bring them up in a couple of minutes, but I just want to say a couple of things before them is that it started off weak. You know, the defense had to keep them in the game. The offense could not move the ball again. And I was just like this shit again, Zach Wilson throws another interception, albeit Corey Davis slipped, shouldn't have thrown the ball anyway. We'll forgive him for that. But I'm like, this, it's going to be another long day. Like this, like, when am I going to see improvement from this team? It's just never going to happen. I'm like, sitting in this stadium. I'm like, God damn. But I noticed something. I'm looking at the sideline and these coaches are fired up. I mean, cause I was about, I'm not trying to brag here. I was about eight rows from, from the sideline um, yeah, on were. Sunday. So I'm, I can almost, when it's quiet, I can almost hear the players talking like, all right, let's go boys. Let's, let's do this. Blah, blah. And these coaches are in the guy's faces. Like, let's go, let's keep fighting. Let's go. And like, they're fucking, they're, they're just a high energy group. And I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, the Jets coaching staff's pretty young and they're, they're energetic. And, and I think it kept the team, the team going. And it was, it was pumped up. It got me pumped up. I mean, it was awesome. And then the drive that changed it all on Sunday, the Jets are down nine, nothing. Zach Wilson on third and 12, I think hits like a 20 yard pass to Corey Davis. Then they go hurry up and he hits another 34 yard pass to Corey Davis. And I'm like, Oh shit, this team's rolling. Then he fumbles a snap picks it up, rolls left, and then hits Crowder for another, like, 23 yards. And, and before you know it, the Jets 
the stadium's erupting. The Jets are on like the eight yard line. They uh, and and Michael Carter punches it in the rookie running back. So we see the rook setting up with the new Carter. signings, and then Michael Carter comes in and punches it in. Nine seven, defense, defense, defense. I mean, seven sacks, fourteen quarterback hits. They dominated the game. They kept the Jets in it, and then the offense started clicking. And let me tell you, man, when this dude on third and six on the third quarter rolled out to his right and on the run, little hop, skip in the air, flick the ball, and this ball's just a zip, just going. And Keelan Cole's wide open, and he's running under it, and he dives, and he catches it, and, it's a, and it gets us into the red zone. And then two plays later, Wilson rolling out to his right, slips it into a window this big to Jamison Crowder in the corner right by the pylon for a touchdown. I was I'm not saying I'm sold yet, but I finally got off the this quarterback might not be it to you're seeing I understand what he's, why you're they seeing took what he's finally two. capable of. Yes. It's, it's taking time, but you're seeing what he's capable of because we and all the, knew he could do this. We all yes. knew it. You, yeah, and I was just more pessimistic. And then the next drive, after the Titans go three and out, this dude rolls out to the right again and he goes, Babe Ruth, fucking Aaron Rodgers. He goes, he goes, go, bro, go. And he heaves it and and he puts it in another tight window on a zip to double, Corey Davis. Double covered. Double and covered. takes and they take the lead. It was short-lived, of course. That's when I was like, of course, you know, and the Titans come down the field and whatever, tie the game. And then in overtime, it's third down. He makes another beautiful throw to Keelan Cole. <laughs> and then as excited as I am. You got to admit, Zach Wilson missed Corey Davis. That could have ended the game before the two-minute warning. And then he had Ryan Griffin right open for a touchdown in overtime that would have sealed the game. And we didn't have to wait until Randy Bullock missed the field goal. But it was just a very, very exciting day that got me pumped for the first time in a couple of years, an early season win where now I'm going into this week and I'm like, they could beat the Falcons. They could be two and three at the bye. Then they'll play the Patriots. And it's just exciting, man. I haven't felt like this in two effing years about the Jets. The Jets have started like one and seven, you know, oh, and five. I mean, just the debauchery. But now they're a competent football team. I want to see them put two weeks together. They haven't landed this week. And I'm just excited. Um, sure. I'll go through my three takeaways before you take over with the Cowboys. Big win against uh, Sammy D and the, the Carolina Panthers. Sammy D. Um, defense is full of ballers, bro. They kept us in the game. Bend, but don't break seven sacks. Like I said before, 14 QB hits. Tannehill stood no chance in that pocket. Jets defense getting all over him. Players love playing for solid. This dude is fiery. I mean, when there's a call against the TVs up in the rest face, he's like, this is his favorite thing. He goes, bang, bang. bang. He's always clapping his hands together. It's hilarious. And, and he freaks out. I mean, the, there's a pass interference uh, that would ice the game bef- uh, on the Titans game time touchdown drive. That was bang, bang play. They called the pass interference on the Jets on fourth and 14. And Sal was going nuts. Love that. And the players, the players just emulate the coach. And that's the first time I've seen this since Rex Ryan. So it's great. And uh, Zach Wilson's arm is explosive, bro. He's top five in yards per completion. He completes the most, he completes, I think the third most throws down the field and you know, his longest passes, man, they're up there with some of the big arm quarterbacks in the league, bro. He's got the longest completions. His longest completions are 53, 56 and 58. That's only behind Mahomes and Allen's for longest completions in the NFL this year. So (laughs) he does got an explosive arm. Let's just see the bounce back. I want to see, I want to see two weeks in a row from the dude. I want to see them go to London, neutral field against a team that's pretty comparable to them. Uh, win the football game, get to two and three at the bye, and then regroup and go up to New England and, and see what, what's going on. But I want to see Wilson put together a stretch of games. Don't 
don't go look like he did against Denver and against Carolina and things like that on Sunday. Don't do that. Keep it rolling. Um, bounce back. But that's my Jets State Bro. I'm happy. <clears throat> yes, sir. Sunday, 930 in London against Atlanta. I'll give you my score prediction what I think is going to happen later. But I'm happy for once early in the year. My season's not over in October. They gave me life, baby. They gave me life. We are week five podcast. Let's and it just got to win. The Jets got to win. It's a good year. I know. I want to hear you, though, talk about the Super Bowl contending Dallas Cowboys. Oh, dude, that, that, that's where you lost me. That's, <laughs> that's where you lost me. You're like the fucking media. Well, let me take over. Cowboys got a big win. They beat a really – they beat a decent team in the Panthers, uh, 36-28. The Panthers were undefeated going to this, to this week. They were known for having one of the top defenses in, in the league. And, uh, and that is where I'm going into my milk Cowboy three takeaways. And I'm starting off with number one. I'm going with – Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore, Cowboys offense, chef's kiss, dude. This, uh, I told you last week that I needed to see what they were going to do against this, this Carolina defense. That is very good, despite not having J.C. Horn and a couple key pieces, but they are still very good. They're very well coached, um, and I, I had to see it that the Cowboys offense were going to do it again. Like I needed to see that they could score on anybody, and, and man, they can score on anybody. That is looking like right now. Uh, Dak balled out, you know, completion percentage to the roof, four touchdowns, 130 QBR. Um, Zeke Elliott, dude, I, uh, I'm not wearing his jersey today. I'm wearing CD in, in honor of hopefully he gets a fucking touchdown this week because I will get into that as well. Um, he, he looks phenomenal, uh, Zeke. He, you know, he looks like 2016 Zeke. Had his longest rush of the game uh, for, for the. It was his longest rush since 2016 that he had last week. Um, the game he, they put up almost 250 yards rushing with Dak Pollard and the Z combo. The offensive line looks dope. Um, Amari Cooper, Bruce Ribs, broken dick doesn't fucking matter. This guy is a baller, bro. He just he's just doing his thing. Dalton Schultz is doing his thing. Cedric Wilson is doing his thing. Um, even Blake Jarwin had a touchdown. He's not even the number one. It just shows the share of the wealth that they have on this offense that they have so many weapons. And the thing I was going to say about CD Lamb, I'm rooting for him this week. I hope he goes off. But we saw the stat that we had in our Twitter group chat. You know, there, he's had only five total receptions in the last two games. And in that span, the Cowboys dropped 77 points. And CD Lamb is a dy- dynamic talent. And the fact they're not even using him that much just shows how good this offense is and how good they could be. Um, how good and, they are exactly um and and they don't even have gallup or leo collins yet and uh, like back yet which is even greater scarier. it's scarier yeah. yes so there, there's that that was number one and then number two the d the d and defense stands for dan quinn holy shit this guy has chased this defense around for what i know it's early but you know my man is just taking, it's just fucking kicking ass, taking names, bro. He's just doing it. You know, I'm going to bring up the Jalen Smith thing. As we saw yesterday, they, they cut Jalen Smith. Um, that just shows that Dan Quinn is not fucking around. You know, he's like, yeah, if I, if I want this defense to be good, I need to get rid of some things that are holding us back. And Jalen Smith, statistically, he was holding the Cowboys defense back on the bench. The Cowboys defense was better when, than when he was on the field. Um, it kind of sucks that with his big ass contract, we still owe him seven, over, owe him seven mil from this year alone. Uh, but uh, you know, I guess Dan Quinn was like, "Yo, listen, we, I want to win football games. This defense we're rolling right now, and you're not it." So he's just proven that you know that he can really change his defense around, and it's showing. Second league in turnovers at ten behind the Bills. They, they lead the league interceptions with eight of them. Diggs has five. Trayvon Diggs is a, is a menace to society, bro. He's, 
He is just proving it. He had two on Sunday. They uh, they lead the league in pressures. Mika Parsons, who's not even a fucking DN, is leading with 16. And then I brought this guy up a few weeks ago. I'm an idiot. You were right that he was our third round pick from UCLA. I thought it was he does have a brother with the same fucking name, though. That's why I got okay, him mixed up. Okay. But Osa Osa Odigawa, I don't even know what the fuck is it. He's second <laughs> in the league. Or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, he's second yeah. in the league with 15. This, these, these are two top three uh round picks that are just tearing up defenses right now with the with the rush it is to say that just proves how good will mckay is for the cowboys and the drafting um that it continues to be impressive randy gregory staying off the weed staying clean he had two sacks on sunday he looks <laughs> phenomenal um you know curse brown Leighton van der Esch, they're, they're all doing their part on defense like i said they, every week i've been saying it I, i'm gonna continue to say it because i hope it keeps rolling they want to play for dan quinn and it's showing so that's number two and number three tom this is where you lost me and this is where i'm just gonna bring it up don't get distracted. Don't get distracted. Don't get distracted. Ignore the media. The media is so fucking annoying. I hate being a Cowboys fan because of the media. I just I wonder why I know why the Cowboys are hated because of the media. Because my God, they don't shut the fuck up about them. <laughs> 70, they have a 70% chance to make the playoffs according to, to all this fucking statistics. They're one of the highest to fucking win the division according to all the statistics. They, they have they're like a top three Super Bowl favorite now. Stop! <laughs> Stop. I hate this every year. I fucking hate this shit, bro. Take your time. Fucking keep winning football games. You're supposed to. There's a really good chance that they can go five and one heading into week seven for their bye week. They could they have the Giants coming up. They have the pages coming up. They could be five and one heading into the bye week. I get there's hype. I, I see it. Obviously, there's a lot of things I'm happy with. But let's slow it the fuck down. We know what happens with the Cowboys when it gets to later in the year. And they should have things in the bag and then things fall apart. I'm tired of getting my expectations high and having it ruined in the free, in the future. So that's my number three takeaway. Don't get distracted, ignore the media. And I, they even say it like Dak Prescott gets up in his, all his media conference. And, and he even says it says it himself that he said, he's like, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm tired of the hype too. Like I, I want to keep winning. It's Zeke saying it. Like, I want to keep winning. Let's, let's ignore these people. So that is my three cowboy takeaways. Great win against the Panthers, who was a good team. Um, and like we said, we were going to talk about, we had the Giants coming up. And let's talk about the Giants a little bit. They got their first win against a Saints team who's very fucking confusing. But it was in the Superdome. That's a big win. Daniel Jones looked good. Tom, what is your takeaways out of that game? I think that the Saints are fucking confusing. They're confusing. And I just think, I mean, the – I wish the NFL went back to never putting the Jets and Giants on at the same time, but they they only did that when both teams were were, were good. They both suck, so now they don't care. They're not going to waste the time slot on a, on a bad team. But from being in the stadium and, and just kind of looking at at the stats and, and the play-by-play of the Giant game, because I like to look in on the other team in New York, it seemed to me that the Giants just responded to every – blow they took from the saints saints took the lead giants came back uh saints couldn't close out the game giants had the game tying field goal drive it was just like they always seemed to bounce back they limited camara they didn't stop him completely it's almost impossible to stop camara completely but they limited him which is a key they didn't let the big play beat them and they did they outplayed their coach once again i don't think joe judge and jason garrett is the winning combination in New York. I, I really don't, don't see for the Giants. The talent outplayed 
the coaching. You saw what Kadarius Tooney can do. You saw the explosiveness. You saw the, the difference making he's, he is on the field. The fact that he's not playing over Slayton and Shepard, maybe it's Slayton mostly, um, is criminal. It's, it could be a criminal offense to Jason Garrett. I mean, if these two guys come back healthy and then you see less of Tooney, the, the Giants know their answer right there. Get the heck away from Jason Garrett. Make Freddie Kitchens an offense coordinator for the rest of the year and see what you can do. They won the, the they won the um, coin toss in overtime. Jabril Peppers, we want the ball. F him. That was electric. That was and then funny. Saquon took over. Saquon is getting his legs going. Yes, sir. He's getting them going. He's got two. He had two touchdowns on Sunday, which I do want to call you out and Kyle out for saying that Saquon wouldn't score. He scores twice, and Kamara uh, doesn't score at all, and, and cost me some moolah on my bet. That's but all I just, you. I know it is. <laughs> Overall, though, I think listen, the Giants defense looked like the Giants defense that we talked about that they would need. We asked them to cover. They covered. They won outright in overtime. Took they, list, they listened to the podcast last and, week. Yeah, and I will say this. Daniel Jones might be it for them. But what scares me, and I'm going to make this point, is that's about two to three weeks of consistent play from him, right? Let's see five, six, seven. Whole year. That's when you need to decide whether he's a franchise quarterback or not. If he goes to Dallas and throws a stinker, or if he goes against the Chiefs and throws a stinker, or New England and throws a stinker, uh, or whoever they play from the AFC East, you need like you, you need to address that like that you can't let that slide because of a couple weeks early in the year against the Saints and and the football team and things like that. So I like what I see from Daniel Jones and an FC Player of the Week. But let's see it now. Like, like he's taking that step now. We're like, okay, this is what we expect. So don't take a step back. Exactly. That's my that's my thing. And I, I think they keep it competitive in Dallas this week. I think the Cowboys win. I don't think the Giants can beat the Cowboys talent-wise and the coaching-wise. Just I don't see it. But it'll be close like a typical Cowboy Giant game. And just want to see consistency from the Giants. Show us, show us that you could play like you did last week, this week. Against yeah. a better opponent, I think. So no, that's I, my takeaway from the Giant game. Big win, great day for New York football. But just let's see it. Yeah. Stack them. No, I agree. Two field goals away from being three and one. Yeah, no, I, you know, me and Kyle Mark talk about it all the time. You know, the only Giant fans I, Giant fan I respect. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's it's crazy because we were talking about the the Saints game, and if Sean Payton wasn't cute, you know, there are a couple of plays from from being zero four. But at the same time, like we're talking about now, there's a lot of plays. That are, that are keeping the Giants from being probably three and one right now as well. The Broncos game is the only game they really got dismantled. I mean, Washington bullshit offsides last week. Last week, <laughs> Falcons blunder coaching. Um, and, and then obviously this week they get the they, they get the big win. Uh, but yeah, I I want to I want to praise Daniel. I know we we give this guy a hard time all the time, but I you know got to give respect where it's due. Daniel Jones is balling. He is he's finally taking year three to a different level. His stats are unreal. And he's got sixty percent. He's thrown over a thousand yards, eight point two yards per attempt. He's got four touchdowns to one interception that was a hail mary. He's not turning over the ball as much, which is what we needed out of Daniel Jones. Uh, even and he's also a rushing factor. You know he's great on the he's great he's on the ground. Legs. So what I'm going to go with here, obviously I'm agreeing with you, you know, a tad, I still think it's Jason Garrett that's holding him back because we're finally seeing the talent that Daniel Jones has. Um, it's all Jason Garrett. We saw what Jason Garrett had over in Dallas. Now look at all the talent that he has over. And, you know, that's going to also bring this up. It's just absolutely blasphemy that you have to let um, Kadavius Tony have a fucking breakout game because Shepard and, and Slayton are hurt 
when this guy is a freak and you, you. I was, he leads, he leads second league in, in, in missed tackles. And he played one game, he played <laughs> one game. This guy is a freak. And the fact that, that he's on the field now forced because, because JC Garrett didn't like him. And, and, this guy's this guy's a freak, and they're holding him back. They're holding Daniel Jones back. They're holding Tony back. They're, they're holding Galladay. Like it, that's the thing. It's gonna come back and bite him in the ass. And like they could be so good, but it's just a coaching issue over there now. It's just completely fucking switched this year. Like we talk about all the time. I completely switch. But yep. no, I, I agree with you. If we're gonna get um, into into our scores, uh, we'll just go with the Cowboys Giants. Make it easy one two. Um, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Rivalry games are always hard. Um, obviously I think the Cowboys are a better team here, not being biased at all with the talent, with the coaching that they just are the better team. team. Um, but seven points that the the line is at is just ridiculous. In my opinion, um, I think the giants are rolling high after a big road win. They're going on the road again. Um, the only, the only, the biggest thing that I am going to going to take away is it's like a revenge game for Dak Prescott because the last time that he was in AT&T stadium against the giants is when we, he suffered the horrific ankle uh, injury. I think Dak keeps it rolling. Um, and this, the story is just, it's just in his favor. You know, this, the storylines in his favor. So I think the Cowboys win, but it's not going to be a crazy win. It'll be interesting. It'll be fun. It'll be entertaining. I'm going to go with the high scoring game here. I'd say like, I'd say 34, 28, the Cowboys take this game. Nice. And for our listeners, milk money, cash money will be in attendance. So uh, that's going to be electric for you. I hope you see a Cowboy win. I I agree with you. It's going to be close. I think these defenses, though, will prevent it from being as high scoring as you say, but I think there'll be some points. I'll probably go 27-23 Cowboys, four-point game, four- to six-point range will be the the difference in score. So I, I think we're in for a typical tough, good NFC Cowboy Giant matchup. Both these teams coming off wins. Both these teams kind of well, Cowboys are rolling. Giants kind of figuring themselves out. It's a good, um, it's a good test for the Giants to see where they're actually at, yeah. and it's a good test for the Cowboys um, in another division game. You know, they blew up the Eagles. Let's see what they do against you know some of the better team. Well, Giants team that's definitely better teams. Better than yeah, the Eagles, in the yeah. division. Yeah, yeah for sure. As for my J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 yeah. they're in London, 9.30 start. So Woo. at least I get to watch the 1 and 4 o'clock games without my team being on. That's exciting. I hate the 9.30 start. Though. I got to wake up early. It just throws off my whole fucking day. Drink your um, gabagoo and wake up, Tom. Drink your gabagoo. The gabagoo. Um, I'm not there yet. Can't do it two weeks in a row. Falcons will beat us. Uh, and it's crazy that I'm going to say this. I think I'm beaten and battered based on my previous, you know, just being a Jeff fan for my whole life. I think they get routed this week. I really do. I think they come out flat, traveling, time difference, young team, full coaching staff doing this for the first time. Even though, you know, Sala and LaFleur have been there with San Francisco, I still just think as a staff, they're not ready for a trip like that yet. Atlanta's always been there, always goes there. Give me the Falcons. 31-10. I think the Falcons' just offense is going to be too much for a Jets defense that's overperforming. I think defense comes back down to earth. Offense looks eh, and the Jets get killed. I really, I just feel that way. They don't play well against NFC South teams ever, never have. And I really just am not ready to pick them to play consistently two weeks in a row because they have for the last three years. So well, Falcons I, route 31-10. Well, I hate that you did that. I hate that you did that because <laughs> I think you're a jerk off. That's number one. And number two, I am going – 
I'm not even gonna get into my picks yet, but it's it's it's, it's selfish. But I think the Jets can win this football game. I know. Oh. I, listen, listen, listen. Hear me out. I know. Yeah, the Jets beat this batter Titans team. I understand. Yeah, the Jets are batter too. I hate that. Exactly. Excuse. There's that. And we gotta we just ignore the fact that Atlanta's just completely dog poo. Are we gonna just like completely <laughs> like Atlanta's not a good football team? They are not. They let Taylor Heineke and the Washington football team who looked like they couldn't figure anything fucking out two weeks ago against the Bills fucking drop 40 points on them last week. And and the Jets defense is good. Like they are competitive. They they keep games like you talk about all the time. They keep games from being routed more than they should be. You know what I'm saying? So I can see him getting under pressure against against Matt Ryan. I think that deep front for the Jets is really good. I think that this could be like week one against the Eagles that the Falcons face. They're going to get after Matt Ryan, and they're going to cause him some trouble. And, you know, I don't know the time difference in London, everything like that. The Falcons got to do it, too. I understand <laughs> that they've been there before, but the, the Falcons got to do it, too. And they are a fucking shit show. Get get your money worth, bro. Put some uh, sprinkle some on the Jets money line this week, and I will get into it later. But I I generally think the Jets could win this football game. I've seen crazier things. The Jets are dog shit, but the Falcons <laughs> they are fucking cat shit. Cats suck. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Jets winning this game, 17-14. That's what I'm gonna go with. Okay, I like it. From your mouth to God's ears, man. Two and three at the buy. I'd sign on the dotted line right now. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on the first three weeks, but but yeah, I understand. Right. I understand. I am turning the tide. I am becoming a closet. Uh, so we're closet gonna have judgment. we're gonna have back to back. From your words, we're gonna have back to back weeks with Cowboys Jets win. Sorry, Giant fans. By default, you're gonna lose. But yeah, we're gonna have I'm, that. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'm gonna go to Texas with a couple of Giant fans. You're gonna I'm have gonna, a tail. You're I'm gonna, gonna have watch a tailgate. Some, you're gonna be watching the Jets and the tailgate. We'll be watching the Jets and we'll watch them do the thing against Atlanta. I'm gonna be thinking of you. I'm gonna go into AT and T Stadium, Jerry Jones fucking world. I'm going to be horny. I'm gonna be happy, and I'm going to watch the Cowboys win a close one against the Giants. Not gonna be no route. I hope it is, but not gonna be no <laughs> route. They're gonna win a close one, and I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna eat some fucking barbecue. I can't wait. So I am. Make sure to put your bets in before you leave tomorrow. Oh uh, yeah, no, there's nothing fucking up yet. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. But, um, but yeah, there's that. Tom, are we getting into this fucking segment that you love so much that I hate? Are we doing what this? fantasy? No, a uh, fucking name that player. Isn't that what we do? Oh yeah, yeah. Name that <laughs> college. All right, uh, no, money, cash, money. Your first player for week number five is Mike Evans. Ole Miss. No, close. Text saying them. Oh, that's not close at all. Oh, close state Why did I think it was Ole Miss? The fuck I, <laughs> All right. I give you some easy ones this week, Tom. I decided to rush this shit. But Eli Apple. Alabama. Oh. Oh my God. Ohio State. Oh my God. I'm stupid. Big Ten guy. Wow. I'm not that Woo! good at this either. I'm not good at this either. Let's go. The obvious ones I get wrong. I'm telling you. I only know the I thought you I thought you were gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> All right number two. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. Can I get a hint? I kind of, I think I know this Same one. college as Tony Romo. Louisiana Tech? No, Eastern Illinois. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's like QBU. For the, like FBI. I was going to say undrafted. <laughs> so I was going to say <laughs> no college. Damn, I'm fucking on a rough start. Okay, here you go. You got to know this one because you hate this guy. You hate this team. Matt Judon. Very weird college. 
Can I get a hint? I don't know. Um, I have no idea where this fucking college is. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. Conference Easy game. one, my ass. I don't know where the fuck Matt. I Giron thought I thought you college. I thought you would know because like it's the Patriots you analyze them. Yeah, but he, he just got there. It's usually all right. Well, this the school is in Michigan. Okay, it's in Michigan. It's and not Michigan or Michigan State because I would no. Known that. It's not. It's a good small school. Um, I don't even know what fucking conference. Uh, uh, it has the name Valley in it. I don't know. <laughs> Grand, I'll just tell you, I don't fucking know either. Grand, Grand Valley State. That's where he's. Yeah, dude, I was. I was in well, I thought you would know because, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, Patriots. But he was on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. But he fucking. He, all right, give me like how much players I'm going to get wrong. <laughs> Amari Cooper. Alabama. There you go. <laughs> all right, ready? I'm get wrong. I love this guy, Michael Carter. Which one? The running back. UNC. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait, did he? Looks like I got a different Michael Carter. There's two Michael Carters. There's two Michael Carters on the Jets. Is Michael Carter the second, the one from Duke? Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I wrote down. Okay. Uh, well, either way, I like the. Run- <laughs> I thought that was. I thought that was the running backs. <laughs> All right. Well, what a shit. What a shit segment. Oh my god, I hate this fucking segment. All right. Well, what, well, well at least we matched. At least we, we did matched. one two. Woo. You want you want a special one to end it out before we go to fan yeah, fantasy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me one. Of Adam Thielen. Got a hint. Minnesota, but not one of the big ones in Minnesota. It has God. state in it. I don't fucking know. Minnesota State University. <laughs> Unbelievable! All right, give me <laughs> give me off this segment. Let's roll. All right. All let's right, roll let's... into fantasy. Yes, sir. We'll be back. ZMT Fantasy back. Back. Mikey Day, tell us, did we win last week? We did. This is our biggest fucking win of, the, win of the week, bro. You, yes, are you, sir. Are you kidding me? Give me one second. I always have this. I knew it was a big one. It was a rhetorical question. Found it. 53, 53.52 points to 38.74. So this is our largest win yet. We are 4-0. Uh, great performances all around from our starts. And the only big, and honestly, our, our Derek Carr and DeAndre Hopkins picks, they actually were great. They only had like 10 points each, which was which was awesome. So, yeah, we are 4-0, Tom. We finally didn't have any stress really this week. And and uh, let's keep it rolling this week. What would you want? Do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? Uh, you can go first. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> My starts, I think this interaction with your start a little bit. We will get into it. But I am going with Trevor Lawrence at QB against the Titans. Um, he had his best game last week against the Bengals, right? Uh, he had 70% of his, of his passes complete. He was ranked eighth out of 32 QBs in week four. Um, awesome stuff for a rookie. Um, and I'm going to bring up your Jets right here. But Zach Wilson had his breakout game, his finally upcoming game against um, the Titans. So why not Trevor Lawrence? Let these first-round picks uh, show something against this batter Titans defense, right? Uh, the Titans are 10th worst in fantasy uh, against opposing QBs, and they're second worst to opposing receivers, which will help out your pick when you get into it. Um, and just keep running that RPO, Trevor Lawrence. You know, 30 yards on the ground and a touchdown last week. I really like that out of him. And he will get you some points. So I'm going Trevor Lawrence at QB. If you have a bye week with your other QB, start him. My second 
start, I'm going to go with J.D. McKissick uh, from Washington against the Saints. Um, this guy's playing a vital role so far this year. He's second in target share at 50.2%. He's tripling amount of targets that Antonio Gibson has, who's number one over there. Um, he had over 40 yards receiving. He was five out of five catching the ball last week, uh, last week against Atlanta with a touchdown, the game-winning touchdown. Um, you know, this the Saints led a 400 passing yards to, to the Giants and Daniel Jones. I'm not discrediting them, but um, you know. Saquon had his breakout game like we talked about. He finally looked good, um, especially out of the backfield, receiving the ball, that big uh, that big passing touchdown. Why not J.D. McKissick do the same thing? So I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence with QB, uh, Jacksonville versus the Titans, and then I'm going with J.D. McKissick running back from Washington against the Saints. Mm, I like it. And, yes, you were correct. I will – your Trevor Lawrence will parlay into my first start <laughs> for week number five. That is LaVishka Chenault Jr. versus the Titans. DJ Chark out rest of the year he's going to step up a bigger role he played a huge role against the Bengals. titans can't cover those shifty slot receivers jamison crowder had a big week Corey davis out of the slot was catching big touchdowns give me lavishka chanel against the titans as well Levishki. i think it's gonna be a high scoring game down uh down there in in the AFC south uh because jacksonville really struggles against the run and against the offense completely i think julio and aj brown will both be back so the titans will look to get back on track and i think they can't stop a nosebleed so give me lavishka chanel my second start is that weird running back situation in Cleveland? They're struggling to run the ball with Chubb, which means more time for Kareem Hunt. Give me Kareem Hunt against the Chargers. Chargers front is strong and tough against the run. Nick Chubb is not a passing down back. They're going to have Kareem Hunt in there to give different looks, move him out into the slot, move him out wide, bring him in, take him out of the backfield. He's a good blocking back. Give me Kareem Hunt. He's getting almost half the half the uh, snaps as Nick Chubb. They're pretty much a full split, and they love using him down in the in, in the goal line. I don't know why, but I guess they just love him. They just like him down there because of passing option, I'm guessing. Keep the team on their feet. Uh, so give me Kareem Hunt against the Chargers. So just to recap, LaVisca Sonal against the Titans and Kareem Hunt versus Chargers are my two starts this week. Hot, hot, uh, hot, hot. Now let's give it two sits. Let's get to the guys who are going to be shitting their butt on your on their bench this week. Give me first. I'm going to go with Eliza Mitchell, uh, running back for San Francisco against the Cardinals. Sucks. Exactly. Um, Kyle Shanahan, Shan, uh, Kyle Shanahan. I can't, what the fuck is, how do you say his last name? Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got a fucking, I'm retarded. Kyle Shanahan's game plan. What is it? You know, he impressed, he impressed week one. He had a big, he had a big week one game, but after week two, he had a big injury that sidelined him a little bit. His reps are decreasing. Um, and, uh, you know, Trey Sermon's getting the playbook better. Trey Lance might be the, the quarterback over at the 49ers now. So that just takes up the whole rushing, uh, ability for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, and I just think in this game, Arizona's offense is going to continue to stay hot, and uh, they're going to have to force Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo, whoever the fuck's going to be a quarterback, and to throw the ball more because uh, it's probably going to be playing catch up. So uh, that doesn't go with Sid Elijah Mitchell. And then my second sit, I'm going with Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle against the Buccaneers. To his injury, it just absolutely depleted this guy from being any type of productive um, on, on your fantasy team. You know, last week for the Colts, and we had three receptions for four targets. He's third in the team in target share behind Mike Jacecki. What the fuck? Mike Jacecki and, uh, and Devontae Parker. You know, you'd think he'd be favorable versus the Bucs because the Bucs defense is very sketchy. But at the same time, um, they stepped up a little bit against the Patriots uh Patriots wide receivers, you know, they were only 13th in letting up points against the receivers. So I think they're going to keep improving a little bit. Um I think there'll be a more reliable start, start, start next week against the Jags or week seven against the Falcons. I think you should sit them one more week, um, put somebody else at your flex. So I, I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle, Miami receiver versus the Bucks, and then Elijah Mitchell running back, San Francisco against the Cardinals. Love those picks. 
As for my two starts for week number five, I'm going to the Pittsburgh Broncos matchup, and I'm sitting Juju Smith-Schuster. Big Ben can't throw the ball down the field anymore. I don't know when Mike Tomlin's going to pull the plug and and just give Haskins or Josh Dobbs a chance because clearly that offense needs the ball stretched down the field, and Big Ben just don't have it anymore. Yeah, that would hurt Najee Harris owners, which is me, but because they love checking down to him. But, yeah, I'm just going to sit Juju. He just doesn't get separation, and he's just not fitting there in, in, in Pittsburgh with that offense with Big Ben. And for my second sit, it's it's going to be one of those frustrating years again for Mike Williams. I'm sitting Mike Williams against the Chargers. Mike Justin Williams. Herbert just didn't look his way against the Raiders, and he was open, and he missed them for a big touchdown, so that could have changed his fantasy production. But he's not getting the targets that he did the first two weeks. His week three matchup was basically touchdown base. He scored the touchdown, so that made him his fantasy numbers look good. He could get back on track. This pick could burn us, but I just feel like it's going to be another tight game against the Browns, low scoring, and I just think that he's not going to get down the field. He's not going to have time to get the ball down the field, so I'm going to sit Mike Williams. Recap, Juju against the Broncos. I do think the Steelers might surprise some people and win this football game, but I'm going to sit there number two, three receiver, whatever he is, and I'm also going to sit Mike Williams against the Browns. Mikey D, my picks might fuck us this week. Nah, nah, nah. Did we went with D Hop and Derek Carr last week? We you did, know? and Henry Ruggs. And Henry Schmucks. And we somehow won it. We won by convincing him out for the first time all year. I think we'll be all right, Tom. I think we know what we're doing. Maybe hopefully anybody doesn't ask. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tom. That's fantasy segment wrapped up. Let's get into our week five. ZMT bets. Yes, sir. My favorite set. This is yeah, my favorite set. Oh no shit. You're fucking kicking my ass. Next. Next. You want me to? Do I'll let you go first again. I'm just saying, like, I feel like this is what we've always been doing. We could do that. It's fine by me. Yeah. Care, so but... I'll open. Yeah. Hold on, Tommy. Do you hear my dog barking right now? No. All right. Well, she stopped. Okay. ZMT bets back week number five. Milk money, cash money. Start us off hot. I feel four and one. coming for you. What? Woo! I'm going with three road dogs. Woo! That's what I'm going with. I'm going with the Titans minus four and a half against the Jaguars. I get it. Titans lost to the Jets last week. But Urban Meyer's home for bitches. They just don't look good. They weren't even preparing for this game this week. So give me the Titans minus four and a half against the Jaguars. Second, I'm going to London. Tom, say it with me, baby. I'm thinking the Jets plus three versus the Falcons. I think Zach Wilson seems hot. I think the Falcons seems a fucking mess. Um, and I think the defense will get out to Matt Ryan. So give the Jets plus three versus the Falcons. Third, I wasn't going to take this line because it was a 10 at first. But I'm going with it now because it's an eight and a half. Give me the Patriots and Mac Jones to cover minus eight and a half against the Texans. The Texans are a complete mess right now. And I think this Patriots defense is way too good for Devin Mills to do anything. So I'm going with the Patriots minus, half, minus eight and a half versus the Texans. Right in the back, going with Titans minus four and a half against the Jaguars. The Jets plus three versus the Falcons, and the Patriots minus eight and a half against the Texans. And my top bet for the week, the Bengals have let the opposing team's number one receiver get there over every single time. Give me Devontae Adams over 89 and a half receiving yards against Hooday. Go ahead, Tom. Uh, I love it. Listen carefully, people. I'm 8 and 0 the last two weeks. I feel another 4 0 week coming. Maybe. But starting off, I'm taking the drive, six hour drive, the Heinz. Field, the Steel City. One point? One point, Vegas? Give me the Steelers. Minus one against the Broncos. Who the hell is even playing quarterback for the Broncos? I don't know. 
I know Pittsburgh struggled, but them only being one-point favorites in that tough place to play. West to East team. Give me the Steelers, minus one, at home against the Broncos. Now, I'm headed to Cincinnati. Just talked about Devontae Adams. I love the Packers this week. Only three-point dogs. Bengals barely beat Trevor Lawrence and Humpin' Urban Myers Jaguars. Come on now. And they, now they are only three-point favorites against the Packers. Give me Aaron Rodgers. He's a bad man. They're rolling. Matt LaFleur, one of the hottest head coaches to ever start his NFL career. Give me the Packers minus three on the road against the Bengals. And my last pick, I know Milk Money, Cash Money, you'll be in attendance. But an NFC matchup, seven points. Way too close. Way too many points. Way too close. Give me the Giants plus seven. Daniel Jones rolling. I think the Giants are going to show an identity. Giants plus seven on the road in Jerry Wood. To recap, I got the Steelers minus one at home against the Broncos. Packers minus three in Cincinnati. And the Giants plus seven against the Cowboys. My prop bet for the week. C.D. Lamb hasn't scored. You mentioned that he hasn't been getting the targets. He's bouncing back. Give me C.D. Lamb anytime touchdown score. Woo! Now that people who are listening need time to a rerun of our picks because my <laughs> God, the first one was just dog meat. I, I give Mike a, a chance to redo his, unlike me last week. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just had a good last week, y'all. But hey, <laughs> hey, hey listen, you get the right. We're gonna pick. have it. You get let's have right an eight no week together. Let's have an eight no week together, right? We didn't. We didn't have a bad week last week. We went six and two combined. I went two and two because for some fucking reason, Tom Brady and this reunion with Bill Belichick, he doesn't know how to fucking throw two touchdowns. That is disgraceful. (laughs) The Lions shocked me a little bit. I I guess the Bears figured the fuck out. But but uh, but yeah, Tom, you know another four and a week. You are carrying us right now. I think we're eighteen and fourteen combined. It's a great Uh, record for you. Have a you have a I think you have a twelve and four record. You are doing insanely good. I have six and ten. Long season. I will come back. I'm going to have weeks like you, like the, I'm going to have those bad weeks. It's yeah, gonna right. One of us is going to fall off. One of us is going to be hot by home with a Doug to get on home with a Doug to get on Tom. <laughs> I will, I will miss you this week. I wish you were coming to Texas with me, buddy. And all of us. I know. Next um, year, next year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Tom, you know, you know how it goes. Everybody follows on sports underscore ZMT, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And your sister's ass. And your sister's ass. TikTok's getting a little better. We got like 10 new followers. We put up our video recaps yesterday. And we, we, had, like, we had like over like a thousand views. Y'all take that shit. You kidding me, bro? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, follow us on all that stuff. Follow us on uh, TikTok and on YouTube as well. We post these videos fully. Um, Tom, you have anything to say before we conclude week five of the Enjoy ZMT Dallas, Milk Money, Cash Money, Go Boys. Enjoy Jerry's World. I hope the Cowboys give you a win since you'll be there traveling from Jersey. That's a far trip. Enjoy the weekend. Drink a lot. Oh, Let's yeah. go, boys. Sorry, Giant fans. Got to be in Milk's Corner this week. He's going. Got to be there. Um, there's Jets, some, there's some Giant fans going with me, though. <laughs> it's fine. Jets, don't disappoint me, Jets. Please just play no, well no, back-to-back weeks. Give me the Jets. In <laughs> Let's get it next week. I'll talk to you. And thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate yep. y'all. Yeah, I'll see you later, Tom. Later.